My entitled parents make excuses and allow my little brother to constantly steal from me all the time. And when I confronted them about this, they always made excuses for his behavior and ended up yelling at me for everything that my brother was doing. Eventually, my aunt got involved and helped me out in this situation and put her foot down and said enough is enough. Here's what happened. Back when I was still a kid, it was very hard for anything to be exclusively mine. And as my brother got older, he craved money for things above all else. He and I both got allowances. In fact, we got equal allowances. So that was sort of fair. I say sort of because he didn't have to do chores for his while I did. But that's in the past now because my brother is now having to do all those chores for nothing. My brother always wanted more money though, whether he spent it or not. He loved having new things, but sometimes he just saved the money instead, which is odd because you'd think him the kind of kid who'd splurge his saving on the first thing he wants. My brother and I both got a allowances of about $25 a month, and I was pretty thankful for it. I usually saved most of my money, though, but my brother always wanted more. One day as a teenager, I came home to find my room had been ransacked, and the only thing gone was my money. I'd hidden it to try and keep it from my brother because, well, the obvious reason being that my brother would take it. I thought I had hidden it well, but he found it anyways. My mom was home when he did it, too, and she acted like she didn't even notice, but there's no way she could not have hurt him him tearing my room up. In fact, I called her out on that during the intervention and she just cried and made excuses about my brother being special. That is, until my other family members chimed in and told her to fess up. My room was on the first floor right near the living room. My door was completely in view of the couch. And when I pointed this out back then, my mom just made the excuse again that he's special and he's not like you. It was all just a big excuse for my brother. I said I wanted the money back and my mom just kept making making more excuses. My dad was also no help either, because when he got home, he was also making excuses. But thankfully, eventually I did get that money back, because I refused to let it go. I heard my brother screaming as they took the money out of his piggy bank, and gave it back to me, and they had the most disappointed looks on their faces, like I had just robbed my brother, even though he robbed me. And they couldn't even tell me off, because I wasn't in the wrong, and they knew it. I don't imagine many kids getting in the kind of situation I've been in where they are more right about something than their parents are very often. And just when I thought things would get better, a few months later, the whole situation repeated. My brother ransacked my room again and stole the money I had hidden again. That time, my parents didn't want to do anything about it and basically said that they couldn't bear to see my brother so disappointed from taking his money. I felt like I was losing my mind. I kindly reminded them that stolen money wasn't his money and it was really crappy that they are just sitting back and letting that happen. And after I said that, my dad yelled at me and told me to go to my room. So the next day, I rode my bike to my aunt's house and told her everything. And she came back home with me and asked my parents if they really let my brother steal from me and did nothing about it. My mom just started whining that my brother is special needs and she didn't want to make him cry again. And my dad backed her up. My aunt just gave them both a narrow-eyed look and reminded them that they have two sons. And my feelings matter too. And what they are doing was very wrong and it meant that my brother would never respect boundaries and would think he can always get away with stealing when he gets older. My aunt asked me openly how much my brother took. I stated the number, which at the time was everything I had, save for a few bucks in my wallet. My aunt gave my parents an expectant glare. My parents tried making a few more excuses but my aunt had a counter for each one of them. Finally, my parents went into my brother's room and a moment later my brother was screaming at the top of his 
lungs. My parents then came back with all of the money my brother had taken and practically threw it at me for making my brother cry. My aunt then told them off for acting that way when I've done nothing wrong. They then begrudgingly picked up all of my money that they had thrown at me and gave me a pretty forced apology. My aunt said that she'd be severely disappointed in them if they let the situation repeat. And before she left, my aunt offered for me to hide my money at her house in a lockbox that she had. I took her up on that and started keeping my savings over there. My brother ended up ransacking my room two more times looking for money, but I was keeping every cent I had in my aunt's house. My parents actually asked me where I had hidden it, and I refused to tell them. I simply could not believe they were doing this. Then I asked why they wanted to know so badly anyway, and my dad instantly got defensive about it. My mom calmed him down, and they didn't ask again. Since he couldn't find my money in my room, my brother figured I must have hidden it somewhere else. So he started tearing the house apart, one room at a time. And who do they force to clean up that mess? Why, yours truly, of course. My parents then started to blame me for the entire situation. But when I asked how it was my fault for not letting my brother steal from me, their only counter was that my brother had special needs. I swear, they used that line with me a thousand times over. That was something else I heavily berated my parents for in the family intervention. The final straw came when my brother ransacked my parents' bedroom. My parents had a small suitcase safe that they kept some cash in, and my brother locked himself in their room, took the entire safe, and started bashing it around on stuff to try and get it open, all because he couldn't find the keys. By the time my parents were able to get the door open by breaking it open, my brother had destroyed the room, and he never got that safe open. He just sat on the floor clutching it and crying about the money inside. My dad was so angry that he turned red, and then to my utter surprise, he actually started yelling at my brother and grounded him, which really was a very rare sight for me to see back then. Then my parents forced my brother to help clean up the mess. After that, my brother never ransacked mine or my parents' rooms ever again looking for money, but he would still go rooting around every time he got an idea where my savings might be. So I started acting like I was giving hints by repeatedly going into certain places, all while he was watching. He ransacked the backyard shed, dug a bunch of holes in the yard and under the back porch, and even ransacked the attic. My parents really hit their breaking point with the attic and grounded my brother again. My parents did eventually figure out I was keeping my money at my aunt's house, and they didn't argue with my reasoning for doing it, but either my brother overheard or one of them spilled the beans to him, because the next time we visited my aunt, my brother tried to hunt for the money, but my aunt yelled at him to stop, and my brother would just sit on the floor and cry. This happened a few more times, and my aunt bluntly stated that she would press charges for any damages if my brother ransacked anything, and also kept a digital camera on hand to record anything if need be. My parents heavily scolded my brother to stop looking for my money. It wasn't his, and he can't have it, which only brought on more screaming and crying that he wants it like a three-year-old. Eventually, my brother said he didn't want to go to my aunt's house anymore, so my parents visited less. My aunt visited us a lot more than we visited her anyway. I was pretty much able to keep my money away from my brother till after I moved out, and he has never managed to steal cash from me ever again. What a terrible situation to be stuck in. If your brother really is special needs, then your parents need to absolutely help him understand that stealing is not okay, because allowing this type of behavior to develop at an early age is only going to damage him in the future. It is absolutely no excuse for your parents to use the excuse that your brother's special needs just to excuse his stealing.
stealing. I mean, after the first two times, you would think that they would actually step up to the plate and be good parents, but they just brushed it off and said, oh no, it's your fault. Which, by the way, how on earth would it be your fault? You're just trying to save your money, but your parents are enabling your brother to just steal from them. And ironically enough, it's only when your brother tried to ransack your parents' room to break open that safe that they actually put their foot down and said no more. They clearly needed a taste of their own medicine to get things going, which honestly is not what it should have taken. So good for you for being able to save your money from your brother and for getting out of that house. That must have been miserable to deal with, and I'm sure it's a relief to no longer have to keep your money at your aunt's house any longer. My ex is blaming me for everything, even though she was overly controlling the entirety of our relationship, and I'm honestly not sure what to do. So my ex and I got in a little argument the other day. It really wasn't anything serious, but we both kind of took it too far, and it got out of hand. Pretty much what happened was the night before the argument, I was playing Xbox with my brother. I decided to have a couple of beers while we were playing, because why not? I didn't feel the need to tell her this, because it was just at home, and it wasn't like I was trying to get drunk or going out or anything. Either way, she was asleep and lives across the country from me, and we already said goodnight. She ends up waking up in the middle of the night and texts me that her dog woke her up and she couldn't fall back asleep. We were texting like normal, and I told her I was just playing Xbox with my brother and having a couple of beers. She replies with, What? You didn't tell me you were drinking. I told her it was casual, and we were just playing video games, and that I had only had three beers over the span of three hours or so. She replies with, That's a lot of drinking. Why didn't you tell me? And I said, My bad. I didn't really think to text you about it. I'm just chilling at home. If I was going out or actually getting drunk, it would be a different story. Anyway, it kind of hurt me, and I felt low-key attacked, as well as interrogated over nothing, but I just kind of ignored it. The next morning, I brought it up and said, I don't really like how you came at me last night. I was just enjoying a few drinks with my brother. I don't know why you had to come at me and ask why I didn't say anything and tell me that I drank a lot when I really didn't. She replied with a facepalm emoji. Things kind of escalated from there, and I started getting sarcastic after she said, Don't give me that. You're starting a fight for no reason. She was mad at me for being sarcastic and thought I was immature. To be honest, I guess I overreacted and took it too far, but either way, I was fed up with her being controlling. There have been multiple times in our relationship where she expects me to drop everything for her, inform her about every little thing, and it all just takes away from my own free time. But I still don't think her interrogating me over three beers while she is asleep across the country is okay behavior. Anyway, we both dropped it and moved on with our day. We were texting normally and everything seemed fine. Maybe it was just a small miscommunication, right? Well, the next day, I decided to be a good person and apologize for being over the top, and I just said I'm sorry for what happened, as well as for my part in the argument. Mind you, this is after we had stopped fighting and were talking normally again. But I guess apologizing wasn't the right thing to do, because she replies with, I need time to think. I said, okay, I will give you space. Let me know when you want to talk. So she finally contacts me today after leaving me in silence for five days. And guess what? She breaks up with me. She puts all the blame on me and says that I was hiding it from her and that I am rude and need help. Like what in the blue moon is going on? She said that everything I've done has brought her to the breaking point. As a side note, I have been to therapy for my issues, which stem from ADHD and anxiety, and I have drastically improved myself. I used to be a very angry person and in the past really hurt her. However, these things occurred so, so long ago, but she is using these incidents as her main reasoning. It's almost like she uses these things against me when I went to therapy and did everything to correct myself. Now one slip up, which was just 
just too far for her and she just dumps me out of nowhere. She claims that my rude behavior is due to the fact that I am not in therapy currently because I just graduated college and I cannot afford it. I have explained to her countless times that I am working on getting a job as well as insurance so that I can get therapy again. How can I go to therapy when I can't afford it? And how is this my fault when she is the one being controlling? What should I do? This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I definitely have to side with the OP on this one. The way the girlfriend's acting over something so minor is really ridiculous. And from the sounds of it, this guy's anger issues are from a really long time ago. It's really not fair to pin this on somebody when they've tried to improve themselves. And from the sounds of it, have made some very serious efforts to be better. That's really, really immature of her to do, and it does not make her a good partner in my opinion. If anything, it kind of sounds like she wanted to break up with him, and she was waiting for that one thing to have as an excuse to then dump all this other garbage on him that had already been resolved up to this point. It's really gross behavior, and this guy does not need this type of jerk in his life. So honestly, I'm kind of happy that this guy got out of this relationship, because who wants to really be in a relationship with someone who's going to sling mud at you all the time based on your own mistakes in the past, especially when you've tried to do better and be a better person overall? He does not need that, and he can find someone who's going to treat him with respect and be a lot better than this terrible ex-girlfriend. My mother-in-law is very overbearing and keeps trying to feed me meat and I don't know what to do. I have been with my husband for six years and we're married for three and expecting a baby boy in just a few weeks. I met his mother early in our relationship and initially really liked her since she was fun to be around and we had a lot in common. I've been a strict vegetarian since I was about 10 years old by choice. When I first met his parents and we would go to restaurants, it was just small things like asking if I was sure I wanted what I ordered as well as offering to split their meal and dishes with me or waving their chicken or steak in front of me and saying things like, doesn't it smell good? I thought they were just trying to be nice. If anything, just a little bit clueless. But I ignored it because I get that kind of thing all the time. After my husband and I got engaged and then married, we started spending more time at his parents' house as they only lived a few streets away and I was excited since I've never had a traditional family and I've always wanted to be a part of it. We would go for dinner a lot and every single time it would be something with meat in it. Despite my mother-in-law knowing that I can't eat meat. I would usually just eat whatever the sides were and leave the meat alone. That is, until she started frying things in goose fat as well as adding bacon to veggies, saying it gave it a better flavor. My husband told her every single time that it was cruel leaving me with nothing to eat, and she would always apologize, saying she didn't know I couldn't have it. I figured maybe she just didn't know how to make vegetarian food somehow, and so I offered to bring my own dish to family dinners. But she insisted it was too much trouble for me to do that, and that she 
wanted to treat us. I started to believe maybe she was either clueless or just stupid, and I eventually refused to eat anything she cooked. Whenever we ate with his parents from then on, we either went to a restaurant or they came to our house. I was always nice to her, even when I was angry, and she was always nice to me and didn't think it was worth arguing over. But once the pregnancy came along, it made me start rethinking my relationship with her. As soon as she found out I was pregnant, she was all over me. And at first, I was actually looking forward to spending more time with her. I don't have a mother, so being one myself was bittersweet, since I had nobody to go for for advice or support. So I was excited to have my mother-in-law involved. I had very bad morning sickness for the first four months, and she was great with taking care of the house and making sure that I was okay. There were very few things I could stomach, so she didn't try cooking for me, but insisted on bringing me toast and fruit and tea, and I was very grateful as on my bad days, I couldn't even get out of bed. After my nausea eased, the problem started again. She's been staying over for days at a time, and while she isn't being annoying, she's just wanting to clean the house and help us prepare, essentially for what feels like an 800-week pregnancy, and it's just making me uncomfortable, and I really want my space. She's generally very on top of me, and I know she's just excited to have her first grandchild, but she probably asked me, how's the little man, as well as, when do I get to meet my little baby, about a hundred times a day. Some things even feel a little creepy though, like always asking me if he's moving or kicking, as well as putting her hands on and rubbing and kissing my belly constantly. One time, I was in a really bad mood, and as soon as she touched my bump, I slapped her hand away, and she cried, and I felt a little terrible. Throughout all of this, I've only blown up on her twice. The first was when she commented on my size, not in a nasty way, just in the way that you do to pregnant people. Since I was first showing, whenever she saw me, she would drop a little joke, saying something like, I bet nothing fits you anymore. Or she would also say, I swear, you get a little bigger every time I look at you. It felt creepy and invasive, and I've always had body issues, so I didn't like what she said. Now that I'm almost full term, it's just been the usual. You're ready to pop. I get stuff like that from her all the time. But a few days ago, she said, You look like you were ready to have that baby yesterday. How do you even have any room for him anymore? You're huge. And after she said that, I exploded. I said something like, I know, you don't have to tell me. I'm aware. Please leave me alone. I felt horrible after that because I did upset her and she didn't talk to me for a few days because of it. The second time I blew up at her was when the meat thing started again, which feels like such a small part of it. But it was the last straw that broke me. While she was staying over, she started cooking for me and my husband. And guess what? It was always meat. I told her it was fine and that one of us would cook, but she insisted that she wasn't going to make a pregnant woman slave away in the kitchen, as if I don't cook for myself almost every day when she's not here. My husband, who has been 100% on my side throughout all of this, sat down and told her she absolutely cannot do that anymore, and she apologized, and actually promised she wouldn't cook meat anymore and would make vegetarian food when she insisted on cooking. I thought that if she wouldn't listen to me, she would at least listen to her son. The other day, my husband was out from the morning until the afternoon, and my mother-in-law offered to cook me lunch. She made me vegetarian meatballs in thick, flavorful sauce, and I was honestly impressed. Shortly after eating, I started feeling incredibly nauseous and threw up, which was odd since I haven't had morning sickness or any other nausea in months. When my husband got home, I told him I was worried that his mom had done something to the meatballs and that I thought I was going crazy, thinking she was trying to poison me or trying to force meat on me once again. My husband confronted his mom and eventually she admitted that they weren't veggie meatballs 
meatballs, but they were pork, which I haven't eaten in almost 20 years. So my body immediately rejected it. We threw her out of the house and she hasn't stopped trying to come over or to try and contact us, begging me to forgive her. I don't know what to do anymore. She's been so nice to me as long as I've known her and my husband is extremely close to her. I don't want to force him to cut contact with his own mother or stop her from seeing her first grandchild over something so small. I don't have any allergies or health issues, but my son might and she could ignore them and make him eat something that could badly hurt him. I feel so stupid and paranoid, but I just don't know if I can trust her around me or my baby. What should I do? This is actually a lot more serious than people may realize. For someone who's strictly vegan or vegetarian, any kind of meat can make them violently ill. This is a very specific dietary restriction, so your body can react very poorly if any type of meat is in their food. What this mother-in-law is doing is absolutely disgusting and incredibly disrespectful. She is blatantly at this point disrespecting this lady's boundaries and ignoring the fact that she is a vegetarian. She literally cannot stomach having meat in her system. Her body, after 20 plus years, is not used to it. Like, that's ridiculous. I can't believe this person is not understanding of that situation. In my opinion, I think it's time to set a very serious boundary and not allow this woman to come back to your house. She is clearly not getting the picture or being woefully ignorant to your dietary restrictions. She is blatantly ignoring it and cooking whatever she wants just to try and get you to eat meat, which is genuinely not fair and in my opinion is more akin to food poisoning than anything else. So I think kicking her out and saying, no, you cannot come over to my house will send a very clear consequence to this lady. When you set up boundaries and someone doesn't accept those boundaries and then gets upset because you reject them, that's what we like to call consequences. And she needs to own up to the consequences of her decisions. And she knows for a fact that you can't eat meat, but she's ignoring it anyways. So kick her to the curb and say, nope, you're not allowed in my house anymore because otherwise this will continue and she won't get the message and who knows what she would try next. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.